Hello, Bible Girl listeners. This is Pastor Joshua Stratton. And as you've probably guessed, I am not Bible Girl, but I am a close friend of Jessica's. And it's important that I let you know that Jessica went home to be with the Lord Tuesday, January 12th, 2021, ending her battle with cancer. But just a few days before she passed, I was able to sit down with her and do one last podcast. Just a warning, her voice won't sound like it used to. It's a bit different because of the effects of chemo. But I invite you to stick with it. God had put a message in her that I think we all need to hear. So without further ado, here is Bible Girl's last podcast. Welcome to the Bible Girl Podcast. I'm Jessica Robinson, and I've gathered my Bible, my journal, some study tools, and highlighters in every color for study time. From the practical to the inspirational, I pray that these podcasts give you the tools and motivation to be a Bible Girl, too. All right, Bible Girl's final podcast. Here we go. I'd love to ask you some questions, Jessica. And uh, just have a little conversation. I feel like there's some things inside of you that you need us to know. And uh, so let's just kick things off and talk a little bit about the last three years. Can you share a little bit with everybody um, the last three years? Yeah, I just um, have been dealing with cancer. And um, I... um felt it came at a really bad time. I'd had a, um, a time of sabbatical and I'd really been excited and empowered for what God wanted me to do. And some fresh visions and ideas and I came back and my mom was very ill. And so we spent months and months of dealing with her. It wasn't until August or September that she was getting back to work. And um, so it took a lot of my time and energy caring for her. And then over time, I began to notice I was having a few health issues and went to the doctor and found out I had colon cancer. So it was demoralizing on several reasons. I didn't, I didn't want cancer, but I also didn't want it to stop all the things that I felt God was calling me to do. So it was, it was hard to deal with at the time, um, emotionally. But um, I was determined that I would do cancer well. I wanted to do cancer in a way that honored and glorified God. And so I began to uh, seek treatment and work as best I could at the same time. And so I um, was told that the, um, the best thing to do was to try and work some while you were ill. So I kept working on things, and I had my first surgery in January of 2018, and that was really um, a... They messed that up, right? Yeah, and that that surgery should have been, um, you know, one and done, and we should have been finished, but it actually was not, and it was a problem. And it ended up causing some problems, and we didn't realize it at the time. 
but we did know that the surgery was not done well and um, so we got uh, an appointment at the University of Maryland for a second treat opinion to see what to do and I went down there to see them and just test after test after test and they ordered the wrong um, um, MRI three times and I just kept taking all these tests and finally it was August before a doctor said you know we need to do another surgery and so he came and did the surgery and um, he was a good doctor, very well respected. Um, scared my parents a little bit. I ended up in the operating um, or in the, the um, ICU department of the uh, shock trauma department, and I was there uh, about five or six days and working through that, and finally being able to get unhooked from everything and, and uh, go home. That was exciting. <laughs> but once again, I had all these things to do, and I was exhausted, and I couldn't do them. And then started a time of, of, of really learning that, and you're not trying to explain to me that. Yeah, it's kind of... Uh ups and downs and ups and downs and and really never getting back to normal right right yeah and i think god was trying to just show me that he was still god in the midst of those things and that he could take care of them um those things that i felt needed to happen god didn't need me to do them and the things that god wanted me to do um that he would find a way yeah. And he did that. I was taking some things and other people were doing them, things that I'd always wanted to do. Um, other people took over and then I was able to teach through last summer on Zoom. You the, did some teaching on Zoom? I did and the COVID helped me actually as far as that's concerned because no one was coming out so it wasn't like I couldn't do a Bible study. Yeah, you could do it on Zoom. Right, no one could come. So we did Bible studies the on Zoom. The one good thing about COVID. It, it is. <laughs> it is, is that it did help us, you know, do something that um, we wouldn't have been able to, I wouldn't have been able to do otherwise. Right. Would you, do you think that there was anything that God had used maybe before to prepare you, you know, experiences or so, preparing you for the challenges of cancer and, and the suffering of it? I think God did prepare me. Um, when I was down at the retreat center for my retreat, um, my sabbatical, um, there were several books that I read that talked about engaging with God in slower ways mm. and that was not my traditional uh, Protestant way yeah. you know we gung ho got up in the morning read your Bible you prayed you you know you did all these things and um, so I think I would have struggled more with feeling connected to God 
if I hadn't read those books that showed me that it didn't have to be six chapters a day or right. you know one year one book a year or one time a year read your Bible through and because yeah. uh, I, I couldn't do those things I had to set a slower pace mm-hmm. and um, I kind of like God set the pace in a lot of ways sounds, sounds to me like a little more relational than do this do this definitely um, you had talked to me the other day about um, uh, seeing a close friend suffer and you had learned some things in that mm-hmm. yeah my um, my best friend has suffered greatly through the death of two family members through cancer yeah. and um, up until that time my theology of suffering was very thin weak yeah um, I had a more, you know, God will rescue you, just hang in there. Right. You know, um, and so it was helpful for me to see how she persevered through that and know that um, she had, you know, great burdens and great discouragement over watching uh, them die. and. It just gave me a good experience and understanding how theology of, of suffering goes. You know, it's not that way, and that God redeems our suffering, but He doesn't necessarily give us what we want. Right. And that's terrible to think of because we we want what we want, and there's nothing wrong with that. You know, we we want the things that we want. Yeah. And. And we're humans, we have wants and desires, we were created that way. But what we have to remember is that, you know, we aren't owed anything, you know, we aren't right. owed healing or a Maserati or a steak dinner, we're not owed those things. And so God will give us what fits best into his plan. And until that time that we go to see him in heaven, that's gonna be what it's like. We're just going to make the best choices we can and know that there is there's joy on the other side and that um, until we have those moments together um, we're just going to have to cling to the thought that they're coming yeah well said uh, joy on the other side how, how do you keep your faith in the midst of, especially in your case, long-term suffering, long-term disappointment? Well, in my experience, and I want to clarify that this is not, um, I'm not saying that this is how it works everywhere. It's my experience, and so I hesitate to say this is doctrinal. Uh-huh. But in my experience, um, I didn't have to hold on to faith. I didn't have to drum up faith. Um, I didn't have to work on it or, or bring it to my life. Um, I had to just take. I had to to take my time and my energy, whatever I had and use it to, to draw deeper to Christ, to just 
be with him and to take that time with him. And then as a response, the faith and the joy, they were gifts. They were gifts that God's given me because I, I, did, I did what I was supposed to do. You know, I'm supposed to be searching after him and we're supposed to be following him and just trusting his ways. And when you push yourself, you know, into that, then you begin to find that that things just work out and that those things, the, the faith, it just comes and it just is there when you need it. And it's a blessing. So, with all these uh, difficulties and challenges, what what would you say is the hardest lesson that you have learned? Well, it would be to set down my um, my desire to plan and to control things, to have um, order in my life. I um, don't like a lot of chaos and um, I really struggled with the whole um, medical proce- procedures because um, you're really at their mercy and they let you down a lot and um, also just wanting to do something in my body not cooperating and so it was a, a whole big thing that was holding me back sometimes and I would get so frustrated and I'd want to to go and I'd want to do these things and I was so weak and I was so tired and so I couldn't I couldn't control them. Uh, there were several episodes where I wanted to do certain things. Um, we had a beautiful uh, video recorded um, taped Christmas Eve service and I knew then that I had kind of conquered this and a bit because they um, did an all call looking for people who'd be willing to sing Silent Night on their phone camera and then they were going to put them all together and do them on the video and I wanted to do it so bad but just thinking about the thought of just getting dressed and trying to get myself together and then I started practicing the version and I couldn't sing anymore. The chemo took away my ability to sing and I can't do it anymore. So it was another thing that I lost. And I had to take all those microphones back to the, and I just, I just cried and I, I knew that God was teaching me something because I wasn't angry and I wasn't, you know, trying to figure out a way to do it. Just recognizing that this was a new part of my life. And that's just how it was now. And releasing, um, being able to release things was, was, was very, very difficult. And I started to pray a prayer that says, yes, God, but how? And it was a very important prayer to me because 
was the idea of saying, you know, a lot of a lot of the time I need to be perfect, and so it was hard for me to give up things because I knew how to do them. Right, and do them well. Yeah, I People felt like ask it. you how to do things. Yeah, <laughs> and so I ended up, you know, with this prayer, and I, I got it from a, a vlogger online. I couldn't even tell you who. I'm sorry, I didn't credit you, but she, she inspired me with that because um, I had to stop and just say, I, I can't be perfect in this. I don't know how. Right. This is something I don't know what to do. But I'm willing to be submissive. I'm willing to do it. I'm willing to be obedient. But I need your help. I need you to tell me how. Yeah. And that prayer has been revolutionary because the more I prayed it, the more confidence I've had in God. And the more He's shown up in ways that, that I haven't always expect, I haven't expected. Said. It's been uh, a learning experience for me, just being with you in all this, and uh, seeing you be okay, even though it's not okay, <laughs> and um, really narrowing down just what faith is. And um, so, with that said. Bible Girl has been your baby, and and is very important uh, to you. But even more so, there's some things that really God has given uh, through you know that teaching and and, and the ability to, to share to, to people like this. And what what would you say are some goals you have, you know, Mrs. Goal Queen here? <laughs> for uh, you know Bible girl going forward well certainly there'll be no new podcasts um, this is just kind of ending here and uh, but what my hope would be is if you've um, I have several hopes one is if if you join me late I have people that still um, are in the list of requests to be joined that I'm gonna be adding to the list this afternoon, hopefully. And um, so, you know, go back and listen to old episodes. There's over 150 there now. Um, and so go back and listen to some of the old ones. Um, there's some gems back there, and then there's some junk. You know, I, I had to learn. This was a new thing for me. Sure. And I, I had to learn how to do it well, so some are better than others. Um, I think my favorite ones are the ones where I was preaching and they were just recorded um, okay. on video and then I put the audios online. Those were really fun. Uh, I like them a lot. And uh, so those are on there and just a bunch of things. And so that um, will be on the uh, church's website. And do you have a full address, or do you just want them to come to Littlestown Chapel? Uh, right now, I'll say Littlestown Chapel. Okay. Yeah. All right, so go to littlestownchapel.com. Either. Okay. We own them both. Okay. <laughs> okay go to littlestownchapel.com, and um, you can look uh, on the menu there, and if they're on there, you'll find them. I don't know 
It's a lot of a lot of messages to download, and it's a lot to get up there. So it's going to take him a little bit of time. But I do appreciate all your hard work, Josh, and getting him up there so that people Absolutely. can still listen. And um, and will they be able to download from there as well? Yes. Okay. Yep. So you'll be able to download your favorite issues, um, which is exciting to me that you can listen to them at a later time. And the last goal I have is that we're also somewhere on that site we're going to be putting an archive of all of the things that I've made for you. The um, different study methods, the uh, archive cards, the Bible verse cards, the different, um, just all kinds of different stuff we've done, um, whole packages of things that we've taken and created for you. I don't I don't want that to end just because Bible Girl's gone. I, I don't want to have spent this time teaching you and then it just not be a thing in your life anymore. I think that there has been great value in what you've learned and studied with me. And I think you know it. I think that you know that. And I would hope that you would continue what you're doing and that you would be involved in Bible study and that you would be utilizing the resources and that you would use them to grow in your Christian walk. Because um, it's not the podcasts that are uh, special, and it's not the, the paperwork that's so great. It's the connecting with God, it's sitting with Him, it's hearing His voice and learning to understand His voice and to recognize his, um, when He's calling to you. And when, I, uh, and when I do that, there's such a joy I want that joy for you too. And so don't give up, keep going, keep learning, keep trusting. And uh, I am excited to see where God will use this in, in the days ahead. And uh, I'm excited to meet you one day in heaven because I am excited to be there myself and I am excited to greet you there one day. Amen. Wish you could all see her smile right now. <laughs> well, thanks so much for sharing today and all those other 150 episodes. Yes, I appreciate your help doing this. You bet. God bless everybody. Goodbye. <laughs>